0: Good morning, good afternoon wherever you are, it's Chris and uh, we're down here on the beach and uh, today just a quick chat uh, about inspired thinking. So I've started the next lesson series on uh, the Inner Wealth blog and it is uh, directly talking about inspired thinking. Now, just so we get an overview of this, I'm going to do a little talk about it today. So. We are impacted more than anything else in the world. We are as people impacted by our environment. So uh, you're impacted by, a child is impacted primarily by the noises, the tones, the vibrations of their parents, the uh, level of cleanliness or squalor, uh, or the level of salubriousness or not. And this impacts the child based, gives them a sense of who they are and who they're going to be, who they could be, who they should be, who they would be, (coughs) all of this comes uh, unfiltered into our being and forms what's called memes, M-E-M-E's, and memes are like genes, they form an imprint deep in our subconscious uh, mind and conscious mind of who we are. So I'm right now on the beach. I feel like I am a person with unlimited possibilities because that's what the beach generates in you. It gives you a look out on the ocean. And if you spend a lot of time on the beach, you feel very free. And that's why freedom and a lot of these words are very strong in the surf culture uh, and caring for the environment and all these things because it just gives you a connection. If at the same token I lived in a forest surrounded by trees, I'd have a strong sense of uh, my own good fortune, my own interaction with the birds and plants and animals, and that environment would stimulate in me probably poetry and much more grounded, down-to-earth thoughts and feelings. And most of all, in the first three years of our life, this environment Creates a value set and so we live those values for the rest of our life and uh, importantly uh, we have the chance as parents or people who care for kids to create an environment where they feel uh, potential possibilities all the things that you feel from just being and walking around in nature uh, in different places if you lived beside a swamp That would also give you another interpretation of what life will bring and what life could bring and who you are and what you're going to do. One of the observations that I made working with First Nation in Canada was a lot of the reservations were put in places a lot of people really didn't want to be. Uh, And so Not every location of reservation is idyllic. Anyway, that's getting off the topic. Environment dictates us, and if you go to work, you've got expectations, which is your ego, that's saying, I expect this to happen on this time, I expect that to happen, I expect people to do this, I expect people to do that. That becomes your conscious brain, your subconscious brain, That becomes environmentally uh, vulnerable, doesn't it? Because if people don't do what you want, you get uh, get triggered. And if they do do what you want, you get triggered in the opposite way. If the company is what you want or people speak the way you want, you feel triggered positively. And if they don't speak the way you want, you're triggered negatively. And that's pretty... uh, Well, it's exposed, isn't it? It's like walking around in the desert without a shirt. You are going to get sunburned. And, or swimming in the ocean, you are going to get cold if you stay there too long. So environments create a sense of self, a sense of possibility, a sense of behavior that causes us to speak a certain tone. They cause us to be a certain self. And we spend a lot of time creating home environments that are pretty uh, handsome, attractive, strong. Uh, home environments that celebrate something that we think is important to us, and that really uh, is the beginning of a difficult question because two people live in one home, and the question is going to be whose values uh, dictate the environment. Uh, for example. Good example is my partner, Jess, lives at my house a lot of the time. She has her own home and the two homes are vastly different. And she's really, bit by bit, doing a great job of making my place her place. And as she does, she's also being very mindful, knowing that I'm very in my art and the way I think and feel, very zen and very uh, much respectful of my Nepal heritage so she's incredibly uh, respectful of that and yet the kids need to play, Kid needs kids need to have space and they need to feel as if it's theirs and so bit by bit we're adapting it without compromise so there are rooms in the house that I consider mine that are exactly how I love them. There are rooms in the house we call the kids' room and that's exactly how they love it. And then there's the uh, playroom or dining where we integrate all four and everybody has a little piece of their own universe in that room. And I think this is really important to create environments that are collaborative without compromise but also have environment that are not collaborative um, and are our own. Uh, Yeah, the house is obviously not big enough for everyone to have their own room, which would be the ideal situation where each person would have their own bedroom or office, or whatever you want to call it, and that would be too completely to their own design compromising this stuff compromises your environment compromising your environment starts the process of feeling resentful it's worth thinking about but more importantly today we're talking about inspired thinking now what happens when the environment you're in is not the one you desire let's say for example you go to work and someone's one of the people, the boss, or someone's in a shitty space, downloads on you and gives you information you don't need. If you're, if you're vulnerable to the environment uh, and can't switch it on and off, you're gonna go down like a sack of spuds when somebody delivers bad news, or somebody's in a dark mood, or somebody's playing ducks and drags with you. You know, you're going to be not really yourself, all the time and as a leader you need to be yourself because that's what people need to trust and that self is not environmentally driven one because the environmentally driven one can't be trusted because things go up the person goes up things go down the person goes down things go sideways the person goes sideways so and your boss or the board or whoever it is it's always sort of throwing frisbees at you to catch And uh, if you miss one, sometimes it feels shitty. Inspired thinking is the immunization of yourself from the environment. Inspired thinking means there's a space inside of you where you go when things are not as you wish them to be. So if you feel uh, assaulted or disappointed or angry or frustrated with something, you go inside. Now that makes everybody around you feel like you're not reaching out to them or you're not participating with them, but it's solid and it lacks, it doesn't have any lack of strength and it's like this core place that we can go. So the way we develop that inspired thinking is through what you've heard of over and over again in that, in that blog series, uh, in, in, Inspired um, a Success Formula and now inspired thinking you hear the way you develop that inner work is not by sitting on a chair uh, meditating because that's just going to make you weaker when things get tough. The way you do it is you create a sense of self which is independent to the environment and that means denial, affirmation, visualization. It means it's there no matter how things are going on around you. You have your belief in the future, you have your affirmation. You have your visualisation, you have those things there, and they become more the core of you as an environmental impact. So the inner environment takes over from the outer when you choose it to. So, for example, another example, yesterday I brought the kids down for a swim. It's a strong, strong current, the Bondi. It was almost horizontal along the beach. And they wanted to go boogie boarding. And I said, no, it's not safe. I said, it's, it's too hard for me to manage two kids with waves sucking them faster than I could ever dream to swim. In fact, we couldn't even stand against some of the currents. Sometimes when the waves came in, they were drawing underneath the the surface and the waves were quite small, but the current was extraordinary. So I just had to go into a space which didn't really care so much about whether the kids liked what I said or not. In other words, how they felt wasn't the relevant point. The point I tried to explain to them was, no, I'm not taking you in the water with a boogie board in that environment. They weren't necessarily overjoyed with it. I wasn't necessarily over happy with the concept of them not being happy because that's why I was on the beach with them. But at the same token, I needed to stay uh, feeling good about myself or good within myself and feel happy and fulfilled and loving and nurturing because I was with two kids. And that's what I wanted them to feel. So I just went inside, went inside to my inspired thinking. I just retapped into my inner inner environment. And that inner environment has been honed, honed and developed and massaged and created through affirmation, denial and visualization that I do daily. This inner environment is immune from in the environment. This inner environment is what's called the inner world. And the inner world is not your subconscious. If you go to your subconscious brain, it's the thing that was impacted when you were a kid and has a lot of unseen, unspoken, unthought of thoughts that interrupt you every time you go to say, oh, I've got the kids on the beach, And your own subconscious thoughts go, oh, but if I was them and this is how it feels, I feel shitty when they don't feel good. And you you get tangled up in your own means. In order to not do that, you have to have an environment which is immune from your own subconscious and conscious mind, which is the subliminal mind. It's a third mind. And this mind is what's called in metaphysics the higher mind. The higher mind is connected to the higher self or the higher sense of self which is therefore the universe. Therefore, it doesn't operate on an emotional wavelength. This is all theory, this is all great. In the, uh, if you haven't done, and you're listening to this and you haven't done the online uh, course, which is free, uh, just go to my blog, it's called uh, Success, uh, uh, Success Formula. There are 40 uh, blogs. Don't read them, just listen to the audio. It's 10 minutes a day for 40 days. When you finish the 40 days, go back and do it again. When you finish the 40 days, go back and do it again. All you need to do is every day, 10 minutes, sitting down, eyes closed, listening to the robotic tones of Success Formula uh, on Spotify. You'll find it there. If you look up Chris Walker, Inner Wealth on Spotify, you'll find the blogs are all there uh, on audio waiting for you to listen to. There's no investment. I'm not trying to sucker you into being part of my website or anything like that. I don't really care. What I think is important is that you learn uh, the difference between motivation and inspiration. You learn to harvest the inner environment, which is the subliminal mind, as against the outer environment, which is the subconscious and the conscious mind. You learn how to become immune from the environment. That's going to be the key to your own success in life because if you're environmentally driven, every time something goes pear-shaped in the outer world in your building your business or whatever it is, you're gonna go up and down with it. And there are many metaphors to describe people going up and down with things. I don't need to go there. So, uh, today we're talking about inspired thinking. Inspired thinking is when you get, as today I think was number two in the series of inspired thinking, and it talked about beyond doubt. It talked about getting beyond confusion, beyond reaction. I think it's really worthy of uh, listening to. It'll be on Spotify by now. And, uh, and as, as this one is on um, SoundCloud, the other one is on Spotify. And the one on Spotify is uh, carries on from the course of uh, success um, formula. And this one, Inspired Thinking, will probably go for another 40 days. But this course that I'm doing on Spotify is completely dependent on having done the previous one. You could even listen to these two in parallel, one in the morning, one in the evening. But the Spotify course, uh, Success Formula, it's really important to do it three times, 10 minutes a day. If you can do it 10 minutes morning, 10 minutes night, listening to the same audio, that's all the better it just drills in there are many layers to these audios many layers to what they share with you and it's beyond intellect and that's i think a really important thing to recognize all righty uh, i'm gonna go for a swim it's not a it's not so um, inviting an ocean but who cares i'm gonna do it anyway <laughs> this is chris have a beautiful day bye for now